Hi, and welcome to episode six of Coffee Cake and Kegels. This episode is titled, You're Not Lost. Growing up, I wanted to help people. I really knew that from very early on in my life. I would play school and pretend I was a teacher and I would teach my family. Um, And I also had pretend students. So I would always, you know, want to teach people and help people grow in some kind of capacity. And I always felt like I was searching, you know, for my purpose. When I got into college, I couldn't figure out what the hell to do with my life. I really couldn't. And that's when everyone would start with the comment of, oh, Stacy's trying to find herself. Stacy's lost. And I really believed that. Honestly, I did. I believed like I just couldn't get my shit together. I couldn't. I mean, first I majored in early childhood education. Realized I really didn't want to do that. Then I majored in journalism. And when the you know, professor would talk to us about some of the really unethical things you had to do as a journalist, it turned me off because I'm not that kind of person. Um, and then I went into business. It lasted one semester. That was it. One semester. Not for me. Finally, I settled on a major in English and a minor in secondary education. And I became a high school English teacher. And, you know, the first couple of years, I thought it was great. You know, it's so nice teaching high school. I taught old girls and I'm like, this is so nice or whatever. But I'm going to be honest with you. I really wasn't that great of a teacher. I really connected to my students on a personal level through storytelling, um, through hearing their personal stories. It really had nothing to do with literature. Um, I just realized, you know, maybe this isn't for me. I want to help people. I am a natural teacher to some capacity, but not in this modality. I just, I just didn't know. And so after 12 years of that career and probably eight years of it being really not truly that happy, I decided to leave. And when I left, my husband wanted to open a business. So we opened up a gym, something we had absolutely, absolutely no knowledge of. So we opened a gym. And we both were kickboxing instructors, but he had to work full time, you know, to keep his regular job, which was the bread and butter, um, because our business was not. And I wound up running the gym pretty much. I was there most of the time. And I found the same thing. I did like teaching kickboxing, don't get me wrong. And I was actually good at it. But I really connected with our members on such a different level. Our gym became a family. I would sit with members 
and hear their problems. You know, we celebrated marriages and births with our members. We also were sad for them when they lost loved ones or would come in and, you know, tell us that they were getting divorced. We went through trials and tribulations with them. And again, I felt I need to be reaching people, helping people on, a, on a, just a different level. You know, it's not teaching high school students and it's not teaching kickboxing. And I would always hear through, you know, being a teacher and a kickboxing instructor that, you know, you're so easy to talk to. You really should be a therapist, you know, or a counselor. And I really said, you know, I think it's time. I think it's time I bite the bullet and I go back to school for counseling because this is what I feel I'm truly meant to do. You know, I'm meant to, I'm meant to help people with their problems in, in that capacity. So <clears throat> I wound up going back to school at 37 years old and I became a substance abuse counselor. Um, I chose that particular area of counseling because substance abuse is very, very close to my heart. I have family members who have, you know, they've battled the disease of addiction. And um, just to see, you know, the dynamic of substance abuse and how it can destroy a family. And to also see the beauty in recovery, you know, is something that really just filled my heart. And I, I really wanted to work in that field. And I worked in an inpatient rehab. So that was the modality I chose in which to, you know, work. And I really loved it. I felt finally for the first time at home. And I felt that I had found somewhat of my purpose. And in doing so, I decided to also add something else to, um, you know, my learning repertoire. And I wound up becoming a Reiki practitioner. And I would use this in rehab and, um, you know, I would, I would also do guided meditations as well as counseling work, but I would do guided meditations and really be able to touch clients on a spiritual level. And that really, that's what really, it was like the cherry on the top of the ice cream sundae for me. So, you know, looking back, I was a teacher, I was a fitness instructor a counselor, and now I am a spiritual counselor um, and Reiki practitioner. And I was able to help people on all the levels of what makes us human beings. So as a high school teacher, I help them on a mental level, teaching them literature and writing techniques. As a fitness instructor, I helped people on a physical level, and I'm sure as well as an emotional level with motivation and you know, feeling proud of them and, and having them become proud of themselves. And as a counselor, I was able to help people on an emotional level, <clears throat> you know, working through problems and triggers and, and, you know, family issues and things of that nature. And as a Reiki practitioner, I'm able to help people on a spiritual level, but on every other level as well, because Reiki encompasses all of those um, you know, different things. So it really, 
everything in my life came full circle. And I wouldn't be able to be where I am today or help people, you know, in the capacity in which I do if I didn't go through all of those different careers and changes, you know, and roller coasters. So, you know, I would always hear that. People would say to me, I would say to myself even, oh, I'm still trying to find myself. You know, so if you're thinking that, I'm just going to ask you a question. I don't care where you are or where you're listening, but do you know where you are right now? You know where you are, right? You're not lost. None of us are lost. And I really, it really bugs me when people say, oh, lost soul. No, they're not. None of us are lost. We know exactly where we are. And here's the, here's the secret, really. The universe knows where you are. And here's the even bigger secret. The universe wants you to be exactly where you are right now. That's the big secret. So when I hear people say they're lost and they feel stuck, they're not. You're where you're supposed to be. As crazy and as sometimes shitty that sounds, but that's the truth. Another one that really irks me is, and I just used this a couple of months ago, because when I, when, um, recently we moved out of state and my, my counseling license, there's no rep- reciprocity for it in the new state I'm living in. They want me to go back to school and uh, you know that's, that's a whole other topic. But anyway, um, I've been focusing obviously a lot more on Reiki and spiritual you know, spiritual teaching and, and things of that nature. So <clears throat> um, I had said... I'm reinventing myself. And I really hate when I, I, you know, I don't really hate anything, but I'm just saying it really, like looking at that now, you know, because you need time to process what we say and, and everything. And so I said, reinventing myself. What the hell am I, Madonna? I'm not Madonna. I don't need to reinvent the wheel or reinvent myself. I'm perfect the way I am. And I'm meant to be the way I am. And I'm meant to do what I'm doing at this time. So, you know, we're not, we don't need to reinvent ourselves. You know, we're not, we're not, you know, something that has to be, oh, look, Eureka, the light bulb. We don't need to be invented or reinvented. We are good the way we are. So, instead of saying you feel lost or you have to reinvent yourself. You really, what you really mean to say, and I do believe this, is you're just trying to find your purpose. We all have a purpose in life. Everyone's purpose is different. And it takes a journey to get there. It's not going to happen overnight. And it's not easy. I mean, I'm 43 and I realized my life's purpose only a couple of years ago. And it even changed into something a little bit more similar, but a little different. So we're always growing and changing. Our journeys are so completely different. Do not compare yourself to the person next to you. You're not them. They're not you. And, you know, the universe has your back, despite what you think. 
the universe is rooting for you and wants you to succeed. And you have to be where you are at that moment because there's a reason, right? So there was a reason I was a teacher for 12 years. There's a reason. And till this day, I still have connections with, you know, students I taught. They have become friends. Um, You know, I had to be... I had to go through those 12 years and some of them felt like torture. I can't even deny it. I mean, I would, you know, I worked at one school for 11 years and then I worked at one school for one year and that's really when I decided like, I'm done. I'm out, cut the cord. But that last year of teaching, I cried almost every day driving to work because I didn't like the environment I taught in. And aside from that, I felt completely detached because I knew my soul's purpose wasn't this. And I had to hear, you know, commentary from, you know, from people, you know, still to this day, my mother thinks I should have never left teaching and we're going on how many years now? Let's get real. I mean, I left teaching in 2012. Here we are in 2020 almost. And my mother still thinks I should have never left. Um, despite all the other successes that have occurred since. Um, But my point is, is that I always had to hear comments, you know, like you're too, you don't go back to school at 37 years old. You, You know, you don't change careers after 12 years of a career. Says who? Says who? If you are unhappy in your life, You have the power to change it, despite what society says. So society says you shouldn't be getting married at 45. Who gives a shit? Get married. It doesn't matter. Society tells women they're too old to have babies. Well, you know what? Why don't you just zip it? No one should dictate where we are on our journey. No one. No one. And people who do are judgmental, close-minded, and really never sat down to even think about their life's purpose. And you know what? I'm not knocking them. Because, like I said, everyone's journey is different. But, to me, we are supposed to elevate and grow and without awareness mindfulness and self-reflection it's really hard to get there so if people can't see past those three areas and a lot of people can't because they're raised differently they're raised in a closed family setting where they were brought up not to feel not to think not to ask it's really hard for people to come out of that that's why I don't knock those people. Um, they're just on a different path, just like I am. My path is different, so is yours. I noticed, though, that you really need to surround yourself with people who inspire and encourage your journey to purpose. I have recently made friends um, with people who are more like myself. And I'm not saying that with any kind of 
you know, I'm not trying to be condescending or, you know, sound like, oh, you know, we are the elite group of people because we're not. But I feel more comfortable with people who are more like myself, who are not going to look at me and say, here she goes, she's trying to find herself again, or she's crazy, you know, or, you know, she's just weird. I finally found a few people who are just as weird as me, so it works perfectly. Um, But their journey wasn't easy either. You know, they've had highs and they've had lows. They've been through some shit. And it really makes them who they are today. And everything we go through, everything you go through, makes you who you are today. That's why I say you are exactly where you're meant to be. And I, and I say again, that can be a shitty place. You can be living in your own private hell but you're meant to be there at that moment until you decide to change it. And when you do, the universe goes with you. The universe works with you. It wants you to develop and grow. So having people around you who support that is really great because those people invested in themselves also. They've invested in themselves spiritually, you know, mentally, Physically, emotionally, they've taken the time to grow, to notice what's wrong, to change it. It's really never too late to take a leap, to start your journey. Yes, we're all on a journey, but sometimes we have to use those three little secrets of mindfulness, awareness, and self-reflection to get on the right path. You know, like I said, if you're unhappy, change it. You're in control. No one else is in control of you. That's all the ego. But that's for a whole other podcast because that's a big, big topic. You know, you want to try something new? Do it. Don't say you don't have the time. Make the time. So my next episode um, won't be until after Christmas. So if you celebrate, I wish you and your loved ones a very blessed Christmas and, of course, a very happy New Year. And if you celebrate Hanukkah, same blessing, a very happy Hanukkah to you and your loved ones. And I will see you all in 2020. Very exciting, guys. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.